I'm fashion designer Ruby Bandari, and this is Design Your Life. Each episode, we're stitching a happier, more satisfying life for you with insider tips from industry experts. The fashion and lifestyle industry isn't just fabric and thread. Together, we'll learn about setting real goals and growing your look, your soul, and your attitude to make your dreams a reality. Come with me to design your life. Oh, here we go. Hello everyone, this is Ruby Bandari here to design your life. I am so excited, this is my fourth episode and I just wanna tell you all the things that we've been doing. Um, I just came back from New York and New Jersey. I had a wonderful time with Nargis Fakri and her makeup class with Maliha J. Khan. Um, we did an exhibition in New Jersey with some fabulous people, got to meet amazing people who loved my jacket by the way and I got orders for it. And um, this weekend, we did the Neha Kakar and Sonu Nigam concert, which was totally amazing. I want to give a shout out to Tina and Z from uh, Eat Street Kebab Factory, who arranged for Raj and I to be there. And what an experience we had. Um, one of the best restaurants, Kebab Factory, which we are getting food from tomorrow um, as we start our trunk show with designer, deli designer, Charu Parashar, who is here, who just flew in last night. I'm so excited um, to have her here at the Silk Thread studio. What a collection, what a collection. So I would like to introduce both of my very special guests. We'll start with Charu. Charu Parachar is here from Delhi, especially in Dallas, Texas, to meet all of you guys um, and show her brand new collection from India Fashion Week, which is absolutely to die for. Hello, Charu. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Janet. Hello. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to be here, Ruby. Every year. I love it. This is your third time here. Wow. Right, correct. Third time. And I know that um, here in Dallas, our fans and clients love to see you personally. Um, tell us this time, tell me what you've been doing. What you're, I mean, I know that you're part of the Indian Fashion Council. You're on the board. I know that you have been doing uh, fashion weeks in Hong Kong, Dubai, Paris, wow. India. Tell me more. What's happening? Yeah, so I'm... Uh, I'm a, a registered member with the Fashion Design Council of mm -hmm. India, which is the apex uh, body, uh, fashion body of India. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been doing uh, the India Fashion Week, which is now the Lotus Makeup India Fashion Week. Uh -huh. um, I've been doing that for the last 12 years. Uh, part There's of wills. It, uh, it was earlier wills, uh -huh. then it became Amazon, uh -huh. and now it's La Lotus Makeup India Fashion Week. Okay, I like that name okay. better. Yeah. Yeah, I like what I do too. <laughs> So um, that is the uh, number one fashion week of India, mm -hmm. yes. and uh, we have around hundred odd designers showcasing at it, mm -hmm. and uh, the best of fashion, mm -hmm. the trends, um, uh, prints, um, silhouettes, we all get to see it during that week. Mm -hmm. So the collection that I'm carrying this uh, season for you at uh, Dallas is the uh, Autumn Winter 19. Okay. And it's based on um, calico upholstery of the 18th century. Oh, gosh. Uh, which was called chintz. And um, also, you know, Ruby, that I'm known for my florals. Yes, but I don't want to go into this right yeah, now. Hold yeah. on. Oh, Hold my on. gosh. You're getting me all excited. It's like a whole conversation <laughs> in itself. I want to introduce Jeanette. Hello. Jeanette is a celebrity stylist here in Dallas. Hi. I am so excited because when I met you last week at yes. Dallas Startup, 
Um, hey, Leah Fraser, Dallas Startup, amazing, yes. amazing week. Thank you, Leah. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> you were the best speaker, the most oh, confident, thank you. and the knowledge that you gave to the audience yes. was um, very, very impressive, and I was learning things from you. Oh. So I loved that, and I was wow. like, you know, after all these years, if there's somebody who can teach me something, you, I have to put you on the pedestal. So wow, I'm, thank you. I'm very honored to have you here. Well, I'm honored to be here. Yes, I mean, and you are a celebrity stylist. You had your own uh, boutique in yes, Los Angeles. Yes, ma'am. Um, there's so many things you've done. You have styled some of the biggest celebrities. When I was looking at the names, I was like, wow, Kim Kardashian. Yes, before oh she, yeah, before the Kardashians, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was uh, Paris's assistant. She used to sell all her Paris swag. Paris Hilton, you, you styled Paris Hilton uh -huh. too. She okay, used to so she used to she used to sell all of Paris, Paris's swag on eBay. That's what she did. She organized cool. her closet, and then she got her own show. That is so cool. So, so please tell us more <clears throat> about yourself. Well, um, I'm just I'm just a good old Southern girl. I left Texas for eight years, went to LA, but then I had to come back because I just I miss my chicken fried steak and wide open spaces. <laughs> <clears throat> but I love fashion. I've been in fashion ever since I was 13. I started in retail when I was. 14 years old, I think, uh, because I, 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 I needed more money to buy clothes, you know? <laughs> um, but, I, but I started there, I started in college, right out of college being a buyer for Macy's, which was Foley's at the time. Yes. So I started, I kind of started on the analytical side of the business first, um, trend forecasting and buying for juniors, which was fun. And then I went into, uh, then I went into, you know, design and styling and it just kind of evolved. And then helping designers launch their lines and selling their lines and then doing TV and all of that. Really hitting LA though, mostly. You know, your experience is so just wide. There's so it many, is. there's just so it's many kind of things. Too, yeah, sometimes. It's very globally. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you that even I started designing when I was 13. Oh, you did? Yes, I took my first stitching class. I love and it. Yes, that, that empowered me as a woman. Of course. Um, to be able to stitch anything I couldn't find in the store. Right, and make what you want to yes. wear. And, and I actually worked at JCPenney's right after that. As soon as I was of age, yes. I was like the number one. I was the number one salesperson. Oh, I believe it, 100%. Yep, and I was doing it for clothes. I was doing yes. it for clothes. Yes. And, you know, I never brought home a paycheck. Me either. The entire paycheck. I was. signed it over. Yep. Contempo Casuals yes. and the Limited, yes. 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 And from college is when I started my own company. Oh, wonderful. So it's just so parallel. And it just, is. I love to hear it that. It is. And I have such respect for you because I'm. I've been a fan of hers for years and years and have styled your clothing for fashion shows yes. and for shoots. But like, I just love the way life is and how you just connect organically like this and on a panel and now I'm on your show. She has wow. amazing energy. Oh my gosh, amazing <laughs> and amazing <laughs> style too and as yeah, well. Both of you guys do. You no, know, but and the way she brings people together, yes. is, that, is, that is the key. It really is, it really is. Thank you guys who've made my day, you made my <laughs> podcast today. I love that. So you know, I first want to talk about yes. your styling. Okay. Um, I have chosen some of the pictures, um, which I was so impressed with. Oh, thank you. Um, Producer Anna, can we see some of the pictures which I chose of Jeanette's styling? Wow, looking at my styling. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. there's our friend, Leanne, <coughs> Leanne Locken. Yes, that was the first shoot I styled Leanne for, and we really didn't know each other very well, but I was called upon from a team of creatives, uh, Kylie Wirtz, 
Jennings, who was the makeup artist, and she said, hey, we, we, do you want to style Tiffany and uh, Leanne? They're about to launch, they're about to start Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay. So Trisha Sims uh, volunteered her house and we styled we Leanne go. and Tiffany. Now this is Good Morning Texas. I've done style uh, segments for them for over six years, okay. I think. That kind of just fell in my lap. That was kind of a God moment. I didn't audition or anything like that, but I'd done eat for E! News and Extra and stuff like that in LA. That's amazing. Um, this is a campaign for a, uh, actually like a perfume company for a, for a, like a teen com perfume company. Yep. So we did that. This is, uh, this is another Dallas designer, Essie. Um, and we did this. I love her. I love, love. I love yeah. Yeah. I love her stuff. And then this is Pink Lucy and Essie, but I did a shoot with Dixie Dixon, who is a world known photographer here in Dallas. And okay. she's a Nikon ambassador. Um, that was for a magazine I did, and all that was pulled from Elements. That was a gorgeous. I love that dress. I loved these. Yeah. I loved these. This is for Patron Magazine, which is a luxury arts magazine. Mm -hmm. And we did the editorial there, and it was kind of like undone. Very artsy. Yeah, very artsy. All that stuff was from 4510, a lot of it, mm -hmm. from Neiman's and mm -hmm. Todd's. This was for the Diffa campaign. I styled the Diffa campaign for two years in a row. I was at this show. Yeah, I was too. Oh my God, that was awesome. Show. It was I awesome. I loved this. Yes. This was one of, and I saw this, I was like, oh. Yes. You styled this? It I was did. amazing. <laughs> that's why I picked that one to go Thank on. You. I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. So now let's talk about Charu. Yes. <laughs> so Charu, you know, you are, um, what I have seen just on this last trip of mine to Delhi, and I have to tell you, is that all of, all, all of the who's who of Dallas is now wearing Charu, uh, Dallas, of Delhi, and now Dallas <laughs> is going to be wearing uh, Charu Parashar. And so in Delhi, I was really noticing that um, these women really love your stuff because it's lightweight um, when it needs to be, and it's a little bit heavier when it needs to be, and the prints, your printing, is it's so beautiful because I myself love to print and I like to create my own prints. Mm -hmm. And then you know you're the only other person that I've really met who I just really loved your prints because I feel like um, people from the West will really like it. People from the East already love it. Um, so let's talk about India Fashion Week. Just, just happened a couple of weeks ago. Now I've pulled my favorite pictures from there. Um, so producer Anna, can you show us pictures from? India Fashion Week, Charu Parashar. Wow. Well, there's Charu. Oh, my gosh. I mean, gosh. now you started the menswear. Yeah, so we just start. So that is one of our streetwear oh, uh, so men. Cool. Yes, and then we've uh, what we've done different is that we've added the Indian craft to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've add, added patches of Indian embroideries. Mm -hmm. Like if you see this jacket, it's got a horse, mm -hmm. which is a series on the Indian royal animals. Oh, wow. And then we've put our chin print in there. And they, that's like athleisure clothing mm -hmm. where the tracks are printed. Mm -hmm. Well, so the, these bomber jackets are the yeah. biggest thing happening. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just. They're, they're like stylish, fun Instant to wear. style. Instant yes. style. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and now at Silk Threads, with our menswear being right. so big, right. right now, I would say 40% of our clientele is men's. Correct. Wow. And yeah, it's 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 wonderful, actually. It's no, such a it breath is. of fresh air because the best looking guys come in. Yeah. And they're so, it's just such a pleasure <laughs> to help them. Um, and they're so, they, they listen to you, right? Right? They do. They listen to me. Yes. They, they, they better listen to me. They better. They do. So if I'm if I'm there and Raj is there, my husband Raj. Yes. Oh my God, because my husband's so good looking and he's so stylish, then he just kind of takes over. 
you know, I love Mr. That. I'm I'm marketing software, but let me tell you what to wear. Right. He does a great job with the guys, and you know now the guys have been asking, are you doing a little bit more casual right um, things for us, or is it just the suits? So we're doing, of course, the Indian ethnic wear. We're doing the men's suiting uh -huh. with just amazing detail. And now Charu, we got it. We got to get these bomber jackets in. Yeah. So a lot of street wears in. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, definitely, it, it's, it's it's a very global fashion, mm -hmm. and it's worn throughout the spectrum of people, mm -hmm. whether it's the east or the west. Mm -hmm. It's just taken over. It has taken yeah, over. Yeah. Streetwear is really big, Ruby, right now. Well, and when that's you what we when you look at major retailers like Athleisure is in front of like women's wear, men's wear, everything, and their and their space in their department store is like tripled. Correct. Yes. For athleisure wear, so yes. you know that that's where the numbers are. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, basically that's what people are going to wear over and over. Absolutely. Right. So yeah, and you know, let's let's get to our east meets west, um, the differences between eastern fashion and the differences between western fashion um, and eastern fashion, and the similarities. Mm -hmm. uh, we already kind of started about the similarities because both of you have just like jumped right in. Yeah. Um, but eastern wear is eastern wear, western wear is western wear, but now we are seeing such a fusion yeah um you know even like with the sari right. you, you have a sari um and then you have a dress maybe with a drape uh -huh. um let's talk about that let's talk about um what you would like to see maybe from an indian indian embroidery standpoint what do you feel i know I, there was a picture of a red dress and i don't know if we can find that or not uh, um producer anna do you have a picture of um an Indian sari in red and blue, and then a red dress. If you have that, we want to see that. Like the differences? Yeah, I mean, we really need to talk about the sari and how sexy it is versus, and, and then how sexy the dress is. Yes, because it's kind of a different kind of feel to it. Okay, so here's <gasps> oh, a sari. That's so gorgeous. Here's a sari from India Fashion Week, Charu Parachar, something which I actually love. I love that. Um, and then do we have an American dress picture, a red dress? If you guys find that it, has like a cutout. It. Yeah, it's got a cutout at the waist. Because like with this kind of thing, like this is sexy. This shows off her figure, right? Yes. But there's just less skin. With American, you know, like gown, you'd probably have cutouts. You'd probably show the sides or you'd yes. have a plunging neckline, yes. which you don't have here. And that's kind of the differences, I believe, really kind of only that we have now because because fashion has just kind of just emerge like just kind of come together in a global community because information is so fast these days and we share information I mean all the way across the nation I mean in the world okay, I mean listen, Indians can be sexy look at this yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, girl I know I know I know and you know what I thought I was very surprised because I went and looked at uh, New York Fashion Week right. lots of like uh, lots of this lots of skin which I was surprised because I didn't think that there was that much skin, and I was I was wrong, you know. Yes, I that, love that, this. That has actually changed a lot. Yes. This is something very new, relatively yes. new in India. Like like, like in the last year. Or? Not the last year, maybe the last six to seven years. Yeah, but majorly last three to four years. Yeah. It's like really changed, and now uh, if you want a red carpet outfit, it, it and if you're in a Delhi and you want to go mm -hmm. for a red carpet, you would want that skin showing. Mm -hmm. So you would get an outfit done which will have the Indian embroideries, mm -hmm. but the silhouette would be very flowy, uh -huh. like a backless uh -huh. or an off-shoulder, uh, cold shoulders. So all uh -huh. that has been incorporated, and it's really changed. Like you know, right. we don't mind showing the skin anymore. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I think that's so. what, that would be the only, that would be one of the things that I would say would be a difference if there was, like a side boob. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like you don't have a side boob. Oh, no. Probably. Uh -uh. No, no. Uh -uh. No, side boobs, no side boobs. No side Nowhere it's like really just nearly, tip, it's at the tipping point, you know, because we yeah, have yeah. those off the shoulders yeah, now. Yeah. That's yeah. at the tipping point. Um, I believe, who did that? Zach Posen. Yes. His dresses were just right here. Right, and it right. was it was beautiful, right. but it's a little bit, you know, it's I feel like that's more more extra. Western. Yeah. More yeah, extra, more, yeah, yes, for extra. sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's that very fine line of, of sexy versus not. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. But I do believe Eastern culture has like just emerged into Western like fashion with all the embroidery, with all the texture, with all the tassels, with all the color. I mean, I, and with all the gold and the metallics, yes. it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what we would, we'd have been so boring without the Eastern culture, like coming in and like embrace, like, you know, us embracing it and making it our own because I just love it. I love all the colors and texture and gold well, you know and silver. You know what I love today? What? I love what you're wearing. Oh, yeah, thank you. It. So you are, you know, caftans are Indian. Yeah, but They're Indian, South Asian, Pakistani, uh, um, Afghani. You know, we're the ones that wear the caftans, and this yes. finally came to America, and you just wore the most appropriate dress oh, for today. Oh, good! Yay. Well, I was hoping. I have, like, 20 caftans. Yeah, so oh. this is so I love caftans. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. We're in, you know, a South Asian silhouette. Uh -huh. An Asian silhouette has come to America with a bang. Right. You know, you can you wear them as cover-ups. You can wear them, um, you know, with your heels. You uh -huh. can wear them with leggings. Right. You can wear them with, like, denim. Yeah. There's so many things you can do with a caftan, and you just look so cute sitting between two Indian designers. <laughs> <laughs> well, and caftans, I think, are so chic. They're so like Jackie O. They're so like Palm Springs, and they're just so so effortless but chic. You know, it's like you're not trying hard it's at like all. It's like you're not trying. Yes, yeah. and that's like what I love. Trying. That's why I love it. Yeah, I you mean, know? it just it looks amazing. I just Thank keep you. looking at you saying, wow, uh, you chose it Well, right. I keep looking at this vest that you have on. And okay, then you so can let's wear all talk these different about ways. my jacket. So, you know, in India um, and all of the South Asians, right. we do the high neck, right? It's called a Nehru collar or a Prince collar. And it was generally started with men wearing it with full sleeves. Right. So now at Silk Threads, we have started Nehru jackets or just long high lows for women. Uh -huh. So I like to do sleeveless every time just because we live in Texas, it's always it's hot. hot. And I can always do like a turtleneck underneath or I can just do something, you know, long sleeved. Mm -hmm. um, and so these are tailored jackets for women, whether it's with the beautiful Indian embroidery or it's with a brocade or, you know, we're doing it with one of uh, our digital prints um, or just a raw silk. Mm -hmm. So I have done my first three jackets and they've been a hit because this is my fifth wear. <laughs> in one month so all of my friends that are watching me live have already seen me in this like friday night and then i wore it in new jersey and i wore it for an awards another awards night and it's just so versatile because i can do my raw silk pants with right. it. I can do my heels i can do the, the scarf uh -huh. to make it very um banquety right or you know gayish. Uh -huh. and then i'm wearing this now with denim it's so denim and i'm wearing boots I love it. Yeah, boots and denim. And all the colors are so of the moment, too. It's those 70s kind of vegetable colors, yes, too, which so I love. Yes, and so I'm doing these earrings, which are just like, you so know, fun. just very sassy, uh -huh. just for to go with the jeans. And then if I'm going to do it for an event, I'm going to wear my big, beautiful diamond earrings or whatever right. it is. Dress it up. Yeah, dress it up. So this is one of the jackets which I feel like East meets West, and I have a lot of mainstream clients coming in, not Indian or Pakistani, that love saying, it. what kind of jackets do you have? What jackets do you have? Well, and not even that. I mean, the, the, the color, the structure, everything is so gorgeous. 
but even it looks great on a lot of sizes. Because I love yes. this. I love. See, I would say this is a jacket vest yes. as a stylist. So yes. I would put it over stuff. And I have tons of vests because I feel like they always hide things. And the, it makes you look, you know, really good. But it's instead of wearing a jacket and it's like overwhelming, it shows off your figure. Right. And for this kind of vest and the jacket, you can wear it with any size to me. Yeah, I really think that even. The um, way it's cut. Yeah, even a more voluptuous woman. Yeah. Is going to look really good in this. With this. Yes, you always. I feel like I look a size smaller always with the with the vest yes. I do too it's yes. so weird yes and you know Charu in the new collection I have to tell you I am freaking out over your jackets the jackets are amazing I want to see some jackets yeah. do we have some jackets because I love Anna, do we have any jackets you know that you can show us long jackets short jackets what I love about her line that I've seen it is so on point and on trend like with the ruffles you know, and with, with, with the, the, the athleisure. Yes, there is a ruffle jacket that I yeah. love on top of a skirt. Yes, it's, um, it's, there it's, is a ruffle jacket. Um, Anna, producer Anna, if you can show us the skirt. Oh, with well, the that's a little oh, ruffle jacket. Uh, this shirt. is a ruffle shirt, and then there is a ruffle jacket. I love that shirt. This blouse is just so cute. It's I would beautiful. Do this with a flare pant. I, I can see everybody wearing that. That goes yep. across all, like, you know, anyone can wear that. You know the new the, high waisted pants? Yes, it'd be so cute. I with would it. do this with a high waisted yeah, pants yeah. all day long. It'd be so cha cha cha. You know, it's like, yeah. I love it. I love ruffles. I mean, I love ruffles. They just add such a chicness to they your do. whole persona. They yes. do. Yes. Yeah, they yes. Just, it's like, <gasps> wow. Oh my gosh, is so that this gorgeous? Is a scarf. Yeah, so this is basically a. Oh, it was supposed to be a wheel, but we just changed it. Oh, like wow. Like a wheel, we yes. changed it to a lot of ruffles, so just it had a different persona. The whole outfit changed. The entire Once outfit. we added the ruffles to it. Oh, my goodness. More chicer, more, uh, more glamorous. I and think. such great texture. Yeah, yes, it's yeah, definitely yeah. glam, and it's yeah. lightweight. Right, yeah. very light. So lightweight. It's in silk organza, the Oh, ruffles, gosh, it's so, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Now, how long does something like that take you to make? So, um... Basically, the lower part of it uh -huh. is all handcrafted yeah, on khadi silk. Okay. And it's fully embroidered, and first right. it was printed. Right. So an outfit like this, uh, it takes around a month oh, wow. to get it ready. Oh, because wow. Because this is one of the couture pieces. Yes. Yes, so it does take that much of time to get that ready. Okay, for everybody who's watching, don't even dream about ordering something from me for a month. <laughs> Three months. Three months is the order time. It's eight to 12 weeks. <laughs> and if Charu's making it, she promises a month. I need an extra two weeks for my happiness. <laughs> so six weeks for Charu. But um, yes, um, what you're a much showstopper. faster than we are. Yeah. What a showstopper. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look so at that jacket. this is a velvet jacket, right? Oh. So this is basically a crepe silk printed jumpsuit inside. And we've added a velvet blazer to it. But, but then, yes, but then we've handcrafted the blazer with gold and pearls uh -huh. to give it that very luxurious, opulent uh. look. So it just changes the whole uh, feel of the outfit. Well, I also love the jumpsuit. I was about to say. They're so right. big right They're now, They're so right? big. Right. And the right. print is so magnificent. Correct. And these are all your prints, correct? Yes, yes. Oh. Have, I have everything in-house. Oh, wow. You have to come to this trunk yeah. show. And it's Friday and it's Saturday. It's Friday and Saturday. From 12 like to 7, yes. correct? Right. Oh, my goodness. I have to come and look at this. all of these runway pieces are there, correct? Yes, of course. They're, they're displayed at uh, Silk Threads, which is a beautiful store. 
Now, I how, love you so. Thank you. I so can't much. wait to come over there because I've I've been over there a long time ago, but I think you've moved since then. We've so. moved and uh, renovated, and it's beautiful. Oh wow. Well, you ladies just like making your own, like making your own prints. That's like, how did you get started? Okay, so uh, Jeanette, this started when I used to visit. Um, my mom used to work at the Strenthy Cottage Industries in okay. Delhi, where it's it, it's a place where all Indian craft is displayed. Okay. So I used to go with her, and I started seeing uh, basically block print, which is hand done ruby. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, when I uh, opened my label, I started off by doing uh, hand block printing. But then over the years, because of quality control, we had to shift it to digital printing. Oh, okay. Because uh, there were a few issues of quality where uh, hand block print was concerned. Mm -hmm. So I uh, first, every season, I design my own uh, patterns mm -hmm. where the print is concerned. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's based on the inspiration every season. And then everything is done in-house. The colors are put in, and then we digitalize it and print it every season. Wonderful. Yes. yes. And you do the same thing, right? You I do. I was... Um, I don't know, for me, colors and prints. Originally, I was finding um, in India, when I was looking for prints, I wasn't getting what I needed. Right. And so I landed up going to Italy. And oh, I wow. was actually getting my prints from Italy, and I was having them shipped to India. And then I was producing beautiful caftans and blouses, right. of course, for the mainstream market. Right. Um, right here. And we were at the World Trade Center. Yes. And we were showing to stores, and that's the prints that we were using. And then I realized that, you know, what if I got this print, but I like this aspect, this aspect, and I learned how to put them together on a computer, and I started creating my own digital prints. Oh, wow. Yeah, so our latest one is the women empowerment print, um, oh, which is now on my Facebook because I wore it, and it's gotten orders like galore. Crazy. Uh -huh, and it's got the silhouette of a woman. Um, oh, wow. Yes, an empowered woman. And the, the woman's has been dumped into a sea. So it is a sea and there's musical instruments and there's so many aspects of being a woman right. and showing the strength of the woman and how a woman can handle so many things together. We do, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. We Especially do. running a business. Powerhouse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that is our powerhouse print wow. dedicated to women all over the world. Wow, I had no idea you had that specific print. Yes, and that whenever we sell that, um, we give 100% of the proceeds back to some charity to do with women and children and domestic violence. Oh, I love that. Yes. Now, if we're speaking about this uh, as far as socially, what, as far as fair trade, like how do you guys feel about that and how you operate your factories and things like that? Well, let's start with Char. Yeah. So, you know, we. Because that's kind of important these days. Yeah, we People have think it's. Uh, very stringent rules. Okay. Uh, where uh, compliance is concerned. Right, right. So, um, we have um, strict rules for age. Oh, okay. And we, uh, because in India, the, it's an issue. Right. Uh, for labor, a lot, a majority, well, yeah. a lot of industry uh, people, uh, you know, they hire younger uh, boys and girls to work for them. Uh -huh. So as designers this year at FDCI, we took uh -huh. a pledge that uh, to put in that we will not hire any child labor. Wow, that yeah. is incredible. That is so awesome. All, yes. all the 180 designers took that pledge. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, that is one aspect of it. Also, uh, we're working a lot towards sustainability now. Mm -hmm. And that's a big, big in fashion at mm -hmm. this point. Oh, absolutely. And uh, also, I work towards that 
less is more mm -hmm. uh, over consumption mm -hmm. i think i feel that is also something which is needs to be taken care mm -hmm. of so uh, you know whenever we sell to our clients we uh, say this that you know do not like my uh, clothes are such that you could use them as separates mm -hmm. and i also tell them to use differently with different garments so that the consumption comes down a bit mm -hmm. so use your wardrobe more um so that is one so these are the two three aspects that we work towards um at least where fashion is concerned that's fantastic that's fantastic yeah and you know i have to tell you charu i see myself and i don't think i've ever told you this <laughs> i see myself as the american version of you Yeah. Because everything that you We're do, sisters. yes, everything that. that you do, the way you think, the way you run your factory is exactly the way I have always run my factory. Because being born and brought up in America, mm -hmm. of course, you know I think like an American. Right. Sure. And when I went to India, we run our factories. Right. Well, I run my factory like an American. Right. right. So um, you know I've had my employees for a very very long time, um, and they're all very very faithful to us and. You know the way they work; they work beautifully. They work uh -huh. so that people in America can really love and appreciate the printing that we've done, the way we have respected and loved our fabrics and our designs, um, the way I've brought the Indian culture to America, and really tried to fuse so that uh -huh. everyone could really appreciate. And I feel like you're doing that in India. You're taking the Western culture, but really keeping it. Indian, uh -huh. and I'm loving. Um, you have to tell me again. Now I stopped you at the beginning. <laughs> your your print, your um, inspiration. Right. I want to talk about that. So, uh, like you saw, that this collection again is based mm -hmm. on the prints, which is uh, based on an upholstery fabric called calico mm -hmm. from the 18th century. Mm -hmm. And usually, it was done on a very uh, dull beige, ecru mm -hmm. uh, skin tone fabrics. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of cotton actually, mm -hmm. and then they used to print on that. But I've put it on a very luxurious feel and the color, like a midnight blue, mm -hmm. and it it just looked very opulent. And so it's floral, and there are four prints uh, to this uh, collection, and then we hand embroidered it. We used a lot of hand looms, basically reviving the Indian craft. Yes. I work towards that a lot. Yeah, I love that. And um, also to because you know back home. Um, our artisans are losing a lot of work, Ruby, because it's turning into an age where everything is machine done. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, designers like me and a few more my fellow designers, we work a lot towards just doing hand done things. Mm -hmm. So, handmade is big back home right now, and we all are working towards that and reviving that. Um, that's very dear to my heart, also. So, I, every piece in this collection is. Hand embroidered. Wow! It's amazing. I looked yeah. at some of the embroideries and I just I couldn't believe how intricate the embroidery was. And I'll tell you that um, what impresses me is that not only are Indian designers doing this, but Chanel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what Chanel had an entire collection of Indian silhouettes mm -hmm. with all the Indian jewelry, mm -hmm. with the Indian shoe. Or the chappal, right? The mm -hmm. sandal. Mm -hmm. um, Alexander McQueen is looking at our silhouettes, looking at our um, prints, um, our the sequins embroideries, and that kind of a thing, mm -hmm. and putting it in. There's so many other designers. So, Hermes did such a beautiful collection mm -hmm. of sari mm -hmm. a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's both, Ruby. I think the East inspires the West in a big way where mm -hmm. craft is concerned. Absolutely. And the West inspires us where I think their flamboyancy. Their glamour, uh -huh. their silhouettes. So I was about to say yes. silhouettes. Yes. Silhouettes. Yes. I would say silhouettes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We we really are inspired by. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, you definitely have your finger on both. I feel like she's just 
global. I wouldn't even say she's very just global. Indian. Yeah, very, very global. global. And that's why I feel like you're my Indian sister. <laughs> uh, because when I when I saw the kind of things that people were wearing and the things that she's done for them, I'm like, okay, people in America are going to love this. Mm -hmm. And for me, silk threads—that's what we do. Oh, absolutely. Very, very, very important to me is to bring both of the cultures together so that everyone is appreciating the Indian culture and they're able to adapt because I too am and I'm an American. So I want to wear American clothes too and I want to wear my stuff with my jeans. I want to wear, you know, I want to wear it to the gala. I want to wear it to the happy hour. I want right. to wear it everywhere. And I'm just, I want your jacket, Charu. <laughs> Because I oh. know that I can do that with the dhoti oh. pants. So this is again uh, one of my prints. Oh. Um, this is from the Mughal uh, era. Oh, okay. The print is from there. And we've just done a little bit of sequence on top with mm -hmm. hand. Just to bring out, uh, make it look a little more formal. Mm -hmm. So I wear the, these a lot. You know, you could wear them in the day or the night. So make it formal. and Yeah. Put your, put your shoe up in the camera. I want people no. to see what shoe. Come on. I want them to see your shoe. I just love With it. With a tennis shoe. I yeah. love it. But it's, it's it's glam, though. That's it's not just so your, glam. Yeah. And tennis I, shoes have become so glam. They're yeah. so I'm glam. sneakers at all times. All times. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, this is it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not wearing the stilettos anymore. Yes. <laughs> it, it's just a trend I feel is so much um, uh, hip. Yes. And I think I feel that if uh, the other day I wore an Indian outfit and I wore uh, my another sneaker, which was more formal uh -huh. and I wore that below it and it was looking fab. I so love I, I put I mean, sneakers I just, with everything. I felt really cool and chic about it. Yeah. OK, trends. You're a trend expert. Yes. Um, and a stylist. So this is something which I have never done. I style Silk Threads clients and I tell them how to wear what they can wear. But I live in the bubble of Silk Threads. So if you come to me and you come to the studio, I'm going to tell you how to wear, what to wear, and I'm not going to let you get anything which doesn't suit your body. Absolutely. But you are so global, well-rounded. Um, you have styled every body type all over the country. Yeah. So talk to us about what are the trends and really what should people be wearing? Because you know, as we talked about in the panel last week, I'm all about wearing what looks good on you. Right. A hundred percent of the time. But since you know about the trends and what's happening, let's talk about it. Well, I believe that's the number one rule with trends is always wear what looks good on you. And if it doesn't look good on you, don't wear that trend. <laughs> number one. And don't wear all the trends at one time. Wear one trend <laughs> and then just be, you know, chill the rest on the rest of the look. But the trends right now are really exciting. I mean, we've had bohemian, it's gone into gypsy, and now it's glam, it's glam hippie, which is very much like a global kind of feel with lots of texture, with feathers, with tassels, with uh, straw bags and straw hats, that kind of thing, which is like, it's a lot, it's very eclectic. You can mix and match it. Wait, what did you call it? Glam, glam hippie. Glam hippie. Yes. <laughs> I love that. To, to me, glam. So this is kind of glam hippie. Yeah. You know, You're very glam she has tennis hippie. shoes on and then yep. she has this whole bedazzled. I like that. So to me, glam, Glam is when I, you just think glam and I think red carpet. Right. I think the Emmys, the Grammys. Right. You know, I think IFA, I think that's glam and everybody's wearing, you know, formals. And right. And it's usually fitted something, unless it's flared out the bottom, but they're all fitted. Right. And then hippie is completely the opposite. But that's the, that's the beauty of it, that you yeah. mix those two complete opposites. Yeah. Like you might have like a, like a 90s, uh, you know, 
sleeth dress, like that's silver, you know, that just you wear with like a tennis shoe, but it's silver, you know, and then you wear a tennis shoe, and then you have like your woven bag, you know, crossbody, and then you have your turban on. That's so cute. That's hip. That's that's, so that's hip. glam hippie. That you know, is, that's a lot of confidence. <laughs> that takes a lot of confidence to wear. <laughs> That's true. Not everybody can pull that Not off. Not everyone can pull that off. That, that's that's right. why they need to call me. No, I'm that's right. <laughs> what advice do you have, um, just general advice to women? Um, I know there are women who really just, they don't wear stuff that fits them because maybe their size doesn't allow. Either they're way too skinny or they're way too big right. um, size-wise. Right. And so their confidence level um, is not where it needs to be. And so what I find is even when they're tiny girls, they want to wear bigger stuff. Uh -huh. And then when they're, they're a little bit larger girls, they want to wear bigger stuff. And so I've seen these, um, the, the, the cotton linen uh -huh. sort of frumpy. Uh -huh. So I see a lot of women wearing that. That's when you just like, when you've given up on life, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, so I want to know because I'm not a big fan of that. But Me I either. See a, I see a lot of that at market. And I, I see know a lot you do. of women buying it, but is that really what we should be wearing? No, no, I totally, I'm totally anti that. I mean, there's no reason why you don't need to show up your shape, especially in this day and age when we're embracing every single yes. body type. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Now, I understand confidence, and I understand, you know, I will throw on some spanks, you know, to give me a little bit more confidence. Well, I'm wearing just the that shape, just, just so that there's not, yeah, just to pull it together. Everything together, but I will say, when you wear big stuff. And you're a little over, you know, you're a little curvier. It's gonna make you look bigger. You need to wear things right? that are a fit and flare. You need to wear things that accent all your positive features. You know, if you have great legs and you have a little waist, but you have big hips, you know, wear the fit and flare. You know, I mean, and you know, if you have if you have arms that are kind of bigger, wear a you know wear a flouncy kind of like uh, ruffled yeah. you know shirt or blouse, and that's right on trend. But it goes with it, you know. Um, but. It's just, you know, I just feel like you need to wear what you feel comfortable in, but not lazy. I don't like the laziness of people, I just the way they like dress. They're, they're Make an naked effort. effort, yeah. you know? It doesn't cost you any, any more or less to make an effort to look good. Yeah, and I, I just feel like when you wear stuff that fits you, mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be fitted, like you're wearing this caftan and it's not fitted, right? but it has like, it's cinched a little bit over here. Yes. Um, and it's got a great neckline so that it allows something to show right maybe some women want to cover their arms but everybody's shoulders are nice right right show the shoulder right I mean I just totally feel like that just works it does it does it's just people need to and there's and it, it, everything's so accessible these days you know I would say you know you can always google everything go online and say you know what are the trends and then you know what are the trends for cur what looks good on a curvy you know I mean you can google it now you can google anything you can and, and google images will like come a, a up pear-shaped body yeah a pear-shaped body all of us so many of us have yes. a lot of Asians have pear-shaped bodies where yes. we're bigger down here and smaller up here and then of course if you have an hourglass you just it's fabulous right that's like ideal but I think that's only 20% of women right right and then there's women who are bustier but they're smaller down at the mm -hmm. bottom so there are different the plunge necklines or the higher necks that really work for you absolutely and if you're real real skinny and I know clients like that yes. that wear big you're like why is she wearing things that are so big you know it's like always pull it in at the waist always you know have it tailored to the arms and stuff and then you can be flouncy it um, looks yeah. really chic you yeah, know it when just it's has like to be that tailored somewhere somewhere yeah and I feel like tailoring is is very important and I feel like that's kind of gone away and we really need to come back to that because 
the sizes are just the sizes. That doesn't mean it's specific to, you know, you know the difference between yeah. something custom and something off yeah, the rack. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's huge. And all my celebrity clients, especially like Paris and stuff, she would buy larges. She, when I first, I would get her smalls because she's super little. No, no, she would want a large and she tailored everything to herself. You know, to make sure that it was perfectly fitted on her. That's interesting. To show off her her unique figure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, big right here. Yes. You know, is is big. It's it's yes. Kim hey. Kardashian just did it for us. She did. She, she did. did. They even changed the shape of the Barbie. Yeah. Because yep. of that. Yep. Which yep. I think is great. You know, I think it's great. I think it's a wonderful thing. We had our fashion show and I, we had we it was inclusive of all women's shapes, sizes and colors. So I love that. I think it's important in fashion right now. Okay, so I feel like we're forgetting something, so I'm gonna pick up my phone, and I have a list of questions which I need to go through just to make sure we've covered everything. Um, all right, so what role do you see Charu? We'll start with Charu, and then I wanna ask you the okay. same question. Do you see India playing in the future of global fashion? So, you know, like I said before, like um, we, uh, Indian fashion is, I think, since the most ages are back, it's been there, like, you know, where draping is concerned. Uh, and also, um, a lot of our uh, tailoring, everything was very bespoke for the royalties. Right. So if you saw our clothes uh, from the royal time, mm -hmm. uh, where the Maharajas mm -hmm. and the, um, uh, you know, the basically the royal people. Mm -hmm. So everything was done bespoke. Everything was hand done. Everything was stitched. Um, you know, with their jewels and their brooches and uh, that whole opulent look. Mm -hmm. I think that has influenced the West in a big way. Mm -hmm. Our motives, um, our uh, wildlife motives, mm -hmm. a lot of that, the Mughal motives, I think those, those have really, really influenced the West. Um, also our palaces, some of my collections, uh, if uh, a lot of their prints come from the palace walls. Oh wow. So um, yes, I think the, the craft has really, really influenced the West um, over, over a period of time. And I think they, they, they get inspiration from the, royal, um, the royalty time mm -hmm. uh, during the old times, I think. Mm -hmm. That is something which uh, I think the West looks up to. And the opulence. And absolutely Because the we didn't, we, that's not Western at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On any level. Yeah, exactly. and you know what? Royalty is royalty. Because I know royalty. that I had, gone, I had gone to one of the Symphony, Dallas Symphony fashion events. Uh -huh. And it was a fashion show. And literally, they were showing you know, the kings and the queens. And they actually had costumes, uh -huh. right? Because they wear costumes in the symphony. Right. And really, kings and queens all over the world, you know, they, they have the same um, fabrics, the right. silks, the velvets, um, and then, you know, some form of embroidery. So who doesn't lo like royalty? No, and also, Ruby, it's, it's from, I think, from the 16th, 17th century. It's the traders have been taking the Indian silk, mm -hmm. the tie and dye look. Mm -hmm. uh, all that has been uh, exported to the West. Mm -hmm. uh, all the Indian fabrics were already available from that time. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 I mean, for making their fashion. Mm -hmm. Even to, uh, if you've seen a lot of uh, Greek wear during the ancient times, mm -hmm. was uh, the fabrics were coming from uh, like the indigo dyes. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fabrics came from India. Yeah, uh -huh. India was the Orient. And yeah. the gold. Yeah, and and the all gold. the gold. Yeah, all yeah, the India gold was the Orient. And of yeah. course, you know, England took so much from India. Right. right. And that made it much more popular yeah. and global. Oh, and absolutely. More, more oh, 100%. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you know, being completely non South Asian, <laughs> my blonde, beautiful friend, <laughs> please tell me, um, in your knowledge, 
What do you think, what kind of role do you think India has in future global fashion? Well, I think, I, I mean, I think that they, India has played a huge part with, like, like we said, like with color, with texture, with inspiration, with all of that has really just influxed Western fashion, you know, and I think it will continue to uh, because I think people are obsessed with Eastern fashion. Yeah, I think people I think now, it's very yeah. hot right now. You know, I mean, there was all, there was there was there were a couple shows in New York Fashion Week. I mean, there were all, there were headdresses on every single model. Yeah. I mean, it's like the that that used to not be, you know, and it's yeah. like it is now. And the tikas and things. Is that yes, you say? Yes, yeah, the tikas. Yes. Well, I used to be obsessed. Because right. <laughs> the tikas Diffa, and the headpieces are big. Six yeah. years ago for Diffa, I had my caftan uh, and I had my tikka. And I think, no, did I? I don't know. Maybe it was silk threads. But anyway, I'm obsessed with that. People are obsessed with that now. You know, and the jewelry. Oh my gosh, it's just so gorgeous. The big jewelry, it's opulent. And big earrings are very in. And I think it's just going to continue to be you know, really hot and strong in, in the Western fashion world. Well, good. Well, right here in Dallas, Texas, I think the collaboration between you and me. Yes. Yes, we <laughs> are going to be really educating and really showing everyone, yes. you know, how East and West comes together and how beautiful the oh, clothes are. And so the best gorgeous. example is uh, Silk Thread Ruby. Yes, absolutely. Because the, sto the store absolutely. that you, you are running is such a synonymous um, it, it's like you have both the best of both, like the mm -hmm. East and the West, and the f uh, collections uh, that she showcases at the store, Jeanette, are so global that she has clients from all diaspora, you oh. know, and that's what we want. We want stores like Silk Thread. That's why designers like us come and we want to showcase at her store because we know we're getting a clientele which will be American, which will be an Indian, which will be in a Mexican. Uh -huh. So that is the kind of um, store that uh, we look forward to be part of. Oh, and I, I know. You're doing and, a great job. And you're such Thank an ambassador you. too because yeah. like even just in Dallas, I know alone. Like I've known of you like for 10 years. And you just always, you always present yourself. And of course, your clothing speaks for itself, you know, in your line. But it's just you're educating and being an ambassador out there and then merging both worlds. Like she said, you are such a great example of that. And everyone loves you here. Thank you so much. And now so you have much. your show. And now you're just going to teach show. us how to design your entire line. That's right. We want to design for yes. people. We want to really educate. We want to educate not only people in Dallas, but everywhere. All of our clients, all of our friends, all of our fans. Um, with you, Charu, with you, Jeanette. I am so honored and I want to thank both of you. Thank you so much. For having, spending your time with me and really giving our audience so much uh, amazing information. And I am like at a loss for words for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just honored to be here. Yeah, this absolutely. was such a fun session. Yes. And, you know, um, Jeanette, if you can tell people where they can find you. Um, on social media in case they have questions or they need their styling to be done. Oh, okay. Um, can you can you please? Of course. It's at chivastyles.com or you can go to chivastyles on Instagram um, or you can go to Southern Fried Tea and just book a session like that. I have all different kinds of styling sessions. If you need help, if you need to do your closet or you want to redo your whole wardrobe um, or I can come over to Silk Threads and do it as well with Ruby. <laughs> How fun would that be? <laughs> and Charu, um, you are extremely popular on social media. <laughs> so for those uh, people who are seeing you for the first time and getting to meet you personally, up close and personal, can you please give us all of your, your Instagram handle, your Facebook, your website? So it's Charu Parashar, uh, Charu underscore Parashar official for my Instagram. And I'm uh, Charu Parashar on Twitter, Charu Parashar fan club on Facebook. And I am 
only exclusively available at Silk Threads for Ruby. So come and check out it. Check me out there. Yes. Tomorrow and Saturday. Tomorrow yeah. and Saturday yeah. at Silk Threads in Carrollton. We want to see you there. We're going to be there from 12 to 7. Originally it was 12 to 5, but I think there are people who have called in and they really want to see the collection. So we'll be there just a little bit later. Um, so that you guys can come in. We're going to have your mimosa or your Indian coffee ready, whichever one you would like, um, so that you can sip and shop and get to meet Charu. And if you need to design something, you can. Yes. And, um, you know, for any further styling questions, I'm there. Jeanette is there. Jeanette, you're going to be coming tomorrow. Yes. I'm so going to come by tomorrow. We're probably, yep, we're probably going to go on live and we're going to get Jeanette in a couple of things. <laughs> yep, to show you how beautiful our blonde hair, beautiful, beautiful, oh. stylish looks um, in our Charu Parashar and Silk Threads oh. designs. So thank you guys so much for being here. Last week we had a great session on my diet because I've lost so much weight and I'm so excited. Um, so for those of you who um, actually had asked for the diet, we have put it up online. So there is a post on Silk Threads uh, on our Facebook that you can actually see the diet. And I think it's on Instagram too, Silk Threads Inc. Um, and you know, we're going to be back with another great uh, guest in like two weeks. So when I get to India, everyone, I am actually going to do the podcast from <gasps> India, from so New fun. Delhi, India. So I'm super excited. This will be my first um, out of United States podcast. So I'll see you guys in two weeks on next Thursday. Thank you so much again, and I am here again to design your life. Bye. Yay, that was so fun. Thanks for watching Design Your Life. If this episode sparked an idea or a question, I'd love to hear it. Send me a message to my Facebook page, Silk Threads by Ruby Bandari, or you can email me at info at silkthreads.com. You may be featured on an upcoming episode.